You are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. We have got a big show for you today. I've got your spoilers for Zach's season up through the final three. There's some little things missing here and there, but all the stuff that I've teased for the last couple of weeks you'll get today. Um, I've got an update on the Aaron story that I reported last week. You'll have a more detailed update tomorrow. Let me give you a, a, a mini update today. We got Gabby officially acknowledging her breakup from Eric last night on Dance with the Stars. And I've got some other Dance with the Stars thoughts for you. And we will get to all that momentarily. This podcast, as you know, brought to you by Dame Products, including their introductory vibrator, The Dip. Whether Dip is your first vibrator or the toy that helps you rediscover what feels good for you, it's designed to be unintimidating and to encourage pleasure exploration without shame. Go to dameproducts.com, use promo code REALITYSTEVE, and take 15% off your first order. That's dameproducts.com, promo code REALITYSTEVE, to take 15% off your first order. Also, this podcast brought to you by Green Chef. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. Whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals, Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. Now, we've got a new code that I've been giving out that I had a different code before. We've got a new one now. So you go to greenchef.com. It's slash realitysteve599. Use code REALITYSTEVE599, and that's going to get you $5.99 per meal on your first box, and your first box ships free. So that's greenchef.com slash REALITYSTEVE599, promo code REALITYSTEVE599, and that's going to get you $5.99 per meal on your first box, and your first box ships free. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. So we've got a lot to get to, and... Here's the thing. I'm going to give you some of the spoilers verbally here in the podcast, because if you're listening to this in your car or at the gym or on a walk, you're not going to remember any of this stuff off the top of your head. You'll a few things here and there, but it's all going to be in the column today and the column will be up soon in um, an hour or two. So let's just start with that and it'll be on the site, and then you can easily get to it. Anytime you want to get to it, just go to the spoilers page and the drop-down list, whether you're watching, you're looking at the website on your mobile device or if you're on a desktop. All you got to do is go to spoilers or even go to Bachelor and scroll down, and it'll be Bachelor Zach on there, and you'll have your spoilers. So, all right, let's get started. A couple weeks ago, uh, to give you the exact date, it was a few notes from filming so far. Was that it? I think it was that one. Basically, end of uh, September. And uh, yeah, around there. Uh, no, here it is. Sorry. October 20th. So I've been teasing this for about a month. On October 20th, I gave you a few teasers of things that happened this season on, on Zach's season. And I kind of just laid it out there, but I didn't give you any answers. I said, these things happen. Well, I'm going to give you those answers right now. First off, I said a few of the limo entrances this season. This is from the October 20th column. I said a few limo entrances this season. Someone does the TikTok trend of tortilla slapping Zach. Someone does, play, does a play on their name. Uh, someone brings in a pig on a leash, to name a few. So I can give you those answers now. 
The tortilla slapping TikTok trend, that was Greer. She does that. Someone does a play on their name. Uh, that was Holland. And I thought this was somewhat creative because Zach had his first one-on-one with Rachel in Holland last year. And when Holland, I guess, saw him out of the limo, she told him that he was in the wrong Holland. Not bad. Not bad at all. Definitely a little sexual, a little dirty, but we'll take it. And then uh, someone brings a pig on a leash. That was Mercedes. I don't know why a pig on a leash was brought, but it was Mercedes. I said that in that column on October 20th, someone gets eliminated during the cocktail party on night one. That is, I have her first name. I just want to get her your last name. Just, uh, I got to go to my Instagram account. Sorry about that. And have her last name written down. It is, uh, what was her last name? Madison Johnson. Madison Johnson. Again, this is going to be something to where it depends on what is shown, but essentially I believe that Madison was being a little too aggressive and constantly interrupting and got to see him like three or four or five times that night and just kept interrupting people. And then I think Zach just kind of said, Hey, this is, it's a little bit too much. And uh, Zach sent her home uh, before the rose ceremony. So that was Madison Johnson sent home before the rose ceremony. I said that something happens on night one that I want to say hasn't happened in probably 15 to 20 seasons. Uh, What I can tell you is, first off, when the cast was released three days before filming began, there were 32 women. Two women did not make the cast. We know Vanessa Esperson was one of them because of the stuff that I brought up, the old tweets that uh, resurfaced, or her old stance um, in regards to the rape culture on college campuses in regards to the um, the Stanford swimmer, Brock Turner case. We all know she didn't get cast. The other one that didn't get cast that was part of that release of 32 was um, Sloan. What is Sloan's last name? I keep forgetting. Sloan Clay, I want to say. Yeah, Sloan Clay is her name. She uh, She's the other one that doesn't cast. So there's 30 women. The thing that um, hadn't happened in probably 15 to 20 seasons, 10 women get eliminated on the first night. 10. When I went to Bachelor Data's um, page, she has it for the Bachelorette, the number of women that got eliminated the first night. In the first five seasons of the Bachelorette, they eliminated 10 on the first night. But since season five, they've never eliminated 10 women, at least on the Bachelorette. And I pretty much know it's probably the same for bachelor. They have never gone. It's been a long time. So it's been 14 years since they've done it on bachelorette where they eliminated 10 the first night, but yeah, they eliminated 10. And so they went from 30 down to 20 on night one. And then, okay, we'll we'll move forward here. Um, there is a rose ceremony where only one woman didn't get a rose. That is rose ceremony, ceremony number three. Uh, and that's Christina Mandrell. She got eliminated in L.A. at the third row ceremony. We know three row ceremonies were in L.A., the opening night, obviously, and then they did two episodes, two more episodes in L.A. before episode four began travel, and that was to the Bahamas. Christina Mandrell is the only one who doesn't get a rose in episode three, and apparently that night is kind of hectic. And I'm trying to get a little more information on that because I don't want to misreport something. But there is some um, 
stuff that goes on uh, in regards to Christina Mandrell's elimination to where she was, and I'm not saying this in a, in a, in a bad way or a negative way. I just was told that she kind of went off the rails that night and it was, she had to be sent home because of her behavior. Now, what caused that behavior is what I'm trying to find out. But it's going to be very apparent when you watch apparently the third episode and the cocktail party of that episode that, uh, yeah, Christina Mandrell was not acting correctly. There are more than one self-elimination early on. Like I said, those can be very tricky because it's dependent on how they show it, but there are... Uh, obviously, Madison. It was a well. I, she wasn't a self elimination. Zach sent her home before the rose ceremony. But there are uh, two other ones that self eliminate. Or again, it's tough for me to say because obviously I wasn't there, and I you know I get told things, and it's like okay, but how is it going to be shown? Um. But I do know that in episode three, I told you Christina's the only one that gets sent home on the rose ceremony two women get eliminated that episode and that is, and they are, whether you want to call them self eliminations or Zach sends them home early, that is, um, where is it? Episode three, looking at my notes, that would be Bailey and Brianna, two women that we met on the after the final rose. They are eliminated. Uh, I think one might be a self elimination, and one might be Zach sent her home early. I have to double check. But I know they don't get eliminated at the rose ceremony because I know Christine is the only one in episode three. And then five women that Zach met on the after the final rose, Bailey, Brianna, Brooklyn, Kat, and Christina, I told you to keep them in mind for the time being. There was something about them that I found fairly interesting. Well, what I found interesting was only one of them even made it to traveling. Bailey, Brianna, Kat, and Christina all were eliminated before they even started traveling, which was episode four when they went to the Bahamas. Brooklyn's the only one that made it to traveling, so I thought that was rather interesting. And then when you get into spoilers of um, the season, like I said, we'll get that'll be uh, that. Those are the stuff I wanted to fill you in on, and all the stuff up to final three will be in the column. But um, I did find out that charity did get eliminated at final four rose ceremony so your final three are ariel gabriella and katie so those are the final three women that are in thailand right now and um but i'll have your other stuff filled in like i said there's a couple things missing there might be uh, elimination in a country that might be off by one country like someone got eliminated in london but really got eliminated in estonia and then that would throw something off for the other ones but i'm gonna give you the best of what i have but that's um and then all the other stuff that happened in uh, that I can fill in for you in terms of dates and who was on dates and group dates and stuff like that. So that'll be up in about an hour or two. Last week I had mentioned a story. It was either Thursday or Friday. I told you about how this, I was notified of a woman that Aaron Clancy was seen with. Well, she posted on her birthday last week a picture of a vase of roses with a heart and tagged Aaron Clancy in it. And then she also posted on her Instagram stories, pictures from that night out. It was Aaron. It was Logan. It was Jacob. There's a picture of her kissing Aaron. You saw what I posted last week. Well, as usually is the case 
once you post something about someone seeing somebody pre-show or something, someone else comes out of the woodwork. Now, that other person I've spoken to briefly just through email. I have a phone call with them today, but they basically explained to me there's more to meets the eye of this story that I reported last week in regards to Aaron and this woman who will go anonymous because, like I said, she is not Bachelor Nation, and so I don't reveal the names of people that are dating someone in Bachelor Nation if they are not Bachelor Nation. However, there is more to the story, and it's not pretty. You know, it's just it's just another one of these things where I just don't understand these guys. I don't understand what they're doing, and I don't understand. It's just bad behavior. It really is, and it's almost just like, do better, dude. Just do better. But I will fill you in more when I get more information today. So look forward to that tomorrow. Have something uh, big for you tomorrow. Now, uh, last night's Bachelor in Paradise, again, it's very tough to watch this show right now when all the good stuff has happened post-show. And you already know what happens. Nobody else comes to the beach anymore. NC and Mara and Lindsay were the last three. No one else shows up. We all know that Rachel and Gabby are there just to talk to people and ask them how things are going and fill them on and stuff. You know, remember, this was filmed back in June. So Rachel and Gabby, at the time of this filming, were an engaged couple. Or were, were engaged to Rachel was engaged to Tino and Gabby was engaged to Eric. That's why you saw her showing her ring to the girls and they're all freaking out, which is kind of ironic because last night on Dance with the Stars, for the first time, Gabby acknowledged the fact that her and Eric have broken up. For those that didn't see it, and it was in her intro package, and she had hinted at it on Sunday on her Instagram story. She said, I know you guys have questions. You're probably going to get those answers tomorrow. Here is what Gabby said if you did not see it on Dance with the Stars. She literally said two sentences in regards to Eric. She said, the end of our relationship happened because we weren't in step and in sync with each other on our common goals or just the way we approach life. We weren't each other's best match. End quote. That's all she said in regards to the breakup. So it was generic, but if you lead in, if you read into that, it's kind of exactly what I told you the day after the finale aired. Gabby's star is on the rise, and Eric's isn't. And I think when you say something like the way we approach life, I'm not going to speak for Eric. I'll let his texts to Amanda that got leaked, his ex, before he went on the show. I'll let you read those tweets again or those texts again and then read the quote of Gabby saying, we weren't in step and in sync with each other on our common goals or just the way we approach life. I see it. I saw it at the time when I saw those texts. And as I said, when Gabby went on chicks in the office podcast and basically said, yeah, I'd be pissed too. If I was Amanda, he treated her. He was an asshole to her. Like when she said that after she was announced to be engaged to him, I kind of knew this wasn't going far. And it just, it just, you just tell by the way she spoke in that interview about Eric. She was definitely not happy that those texts got leaked because it made her look bad. And she almost felt dumb. And I think at the time you want to stand by the man that you're engaged to. 
Me, personally, this is just my opinion. I think once Gabby started seeing the backlash that Eric was getting publicly and people saying to her, the hell are you doing with this guy? I can't believe he did that to his ex. I can't believe he texted her that. I think that played a role. I think it just, after a while, Gabby gets into Dance with the Stars. She's rehearsing all this hours. She's not spending a lot of time with Eric, all this stuff. I just think that played a role. I really do. Because anybody that goes on the show, they want to be a liked couple. Who wouldn't want to be? You're always going to have haters no matter what. Everybody out there, no matter what couple it is at the end of the season, is always going to have people that dislike them. Whether they dislike them as a couple, whether they dislike the male, whether they dislike the female, it doesn't matter. Somebody's going to be disliked. However, most of the time, you want the couples to be liked. The couples themselves want to be liked by the public. And Gabby and Eric just did not get a ton of support coming off this show. And in my eyes, I think that played a role with Gabby. But that's just my opinion. But those are her two sentences that she said on Dance with the Stars last night, in case you missed it. And when I read the text that Eric sent Amanda pre-show, and then I see Gabby say that our common goals are just the way we approach life, weren't in sync, makes sense to me. By the way, on Dance with the Stars last night, um, did you notice that every single one of the judges, like, I said it on Friday. That Charlie D'Amelio is the best dancer this show has ever had. And they've had ringers on this show. So you can't be like, oh, well, she's dancing. She was too. They've had plenty of other dancers on this show who had danced their whole lives and ended up winning or ended up going really far. But Charlie is in a league of her own. And you listen to the judges last night. First off, the emotion that Charlie's dance has brought the judges to. The fact that Derek essentially said what I said without saying it. Derek said, of every single dance we've ever had on the show, you are probably the closest thing we've had to a professional ballroom dancer. You can say it, Derek. You can copy me. I'll get. I'll let you copy me. You can say it, Derek. She's the best dancer the show's ever had. I really think that's the case. And um, again, she destroyed last night. Her waltz was... Like, obviously, Charlie is not a trained ballroom dancer, but... I I really hope, and I told you my thoughts on the television show, the D'Amelio show, season one is is all about basically how fame came to them and how it's very tough life that they're having to lead right now because they can't be regular teenage girls anymore because they're so popular. But season one is also about Charlie losing her love for dancing. And they show her practicing her dancing. She's got a dance coach, and she's just seemed to lo- lose that spark. I tell you what, I got to believe that Dancing with the Stars has reignited that spark for Charlie. Dancing is something that should be her life, and it should be part of her life going forward, whether it means mentoring, whether it means teaching, whether it means going on tour, whether that means being in Vegas shows with, you know, Derek Huff's got a Vegas show. I got to believe he's going to include Charlie in his show going forward once this is over. I'm, I got to believe that Charlie's going to be part of the Dancing with the Stars live tour. I, why wouldn't she be? You know, she's the best dancer the show's ever had. So, yeah, I. but you listened to the judges last night, and it was almost like they were saying what I've been saying to you since, you know, last weekend, uh, last Thursday or Friday. I said, she's just on another level. And there's been some great dancers on this show with dance backgrounds. It's like, yeah, of course they're going to win. They have a dance background. Charlie is just... She looks like one of the pros out there. Like when you watch her dance with Mark, 
you're literally thinking, who's the pro and who's the celebrity? Because there is no difference. And the judges absolutely loved her last night. And just gushing and saying, I mean, Carrie got up out of her seat. She gave her a hug. It was, yeah. Charlie, uh, I would think, is going to win this thing. And the thing is, it all comes down to votes, and she's got so many more followers. So unless her followers just think it's a done deal, she's going to win and choose not to vote, she's going to win this thing. Gabby will come in second probably, and that's no slight on Gabby. But if somehow Gabby won because you know people don't want to vote for Charlie or they're like, oh, she's too easy of a choice, let's vote for somebody else, while Gabby can absolutely claim the title and be – known as the former Dance with the Stars champion, I think we all know who the best dancer on the season was. And that's not a slight against Gabby at all, because Gabby, as I've said since this season started, Gabby has been awesome. And she's been unreal for somebody who has a dance background, but not nearly as extensive as Charlie's. But she's a former dancer. She's a former Denver, Denver Bronco cheerleader. So, uh, But congrats to her. She's going, I, I said it after the first episode, Wayne, Gabby, and Charlie are going to be your final three. And they're in the final three along with Shangela to make the final four. So those are your four that are in the finale next week. I expect Shangela will be the first one eliminated, and you're looking at a, a Wayne, Charlie, and Gabby final three. And I, my guess is Wayne finishes third, Gabby finishes second. So, um, but I, I, I will be watching. Uh, it, they're all winners but we know who the best dancer is. And, uh, yeah, so that's good luck to them next week. Good luck to Gabby and Wayne and, and Charlie on the Dancing with the Stars finale next week. So thank you all for tuning in. The column will be up in a couple hours that have your breakdown of every episode and who got eliminated. Like I said, there will be some small things here and there that are missing, but um, all the main stuff is going to be there. Who got all the dates in L.A.? who got the dates in Bahamas. I know at least one of the dates in London. I'm pretty sure I have both dates in Estonia, and I think I have two of the three dates in Hungary. I don't know. I got to go over it. But anyway, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it, and we are back with another episode tomorrow. See you.